Show. My name is Emily and I'm a Quebecoise from Quebec City, Canada. Today is episode 55 and we're gonna have some laughs together. Yeah, let's talk about funny punk rock. My guest today is Kevin Cappy, an amazing musician and TikToker who writes brilliant and very funny songs. We're gonna listen to his two serious bands too. <laughs> and I'm also gonna talk to you about the songs that make us laugh. Are you ready? Oh yeah, let's go guys! Hello my sweet friends, how are you? Like for real, how are you? I'm very happy to be here today. I had a good week uh, at my job and also I listened to a lot of music. I received a lot of vinyl recently, so I took the time to catch up on some reviews that I wanted to do since a long time. And wow, great stuff! Um, also last week I went to see the Circle Jerks and 7 Seconds. It was amazing. So many legends on the stage. And after the show, I was feeling very wild on the streets on my way home. <laughs> uh, but bad news, Circle Jerks, um, they had to cancel like three shows because of COVID. I hope they didn't get it here. Because in Quebec City, we are in the middle of a big outbreak. So that's bad. Yeah, I hope uh, they are going to be fine. So today's episode is about funny punk rock songs. There are a lot of funny songs in the punk rock and ska scene. When I first started to listen to punk music in the end of the 90s and very early 2000, I was happy to discover some funny songs because when I was really young, I thought punk rock was only about politics and being angry at the world. I thought punk rockers were all like... <laughs> Drugs users. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that when I was like 12, 13. So when I started to listen to punk rock when I was 16, 17, 18, I didn't have a lot of political knowledge. So I was only relating on the music. And I remember listening to like gutter mouth lipstick, being at some parties while people would scream, you're worthless, you're lazy, you're stupid. Or the Blink song, uh, I want to fuck a dog in the ass. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, lots of noific songs, my vagina. And I was like, oh, okay, so punk rock is also about that. <laughs> it's not just some angry, scary dudes. It's a very huge party vibe. Not that I still associate those topics <laughs> with party, <laughs> just so you know. So since I interviewed Kevin, which is a very funny guy writing funny punk rock songs, I wanted to ask you the question, what are your favorite funny songs? And a lot of you talk to me about old songs, like back in the days, in the end of the 90s, early 2000s. A lot of you answered about uh, NoFX songs. And one of my favorite from them, and I think it's a brilliant, clever song, is the Please Play This Song on the Radio. <laughs> Because when I was younger, I used to laugh a lot at some very, I would say, generic, boring pop songs. So this, please play this song on the radio uh, from NoFX is so accurate. <laughs> uh, I love this. I love the lyrics so much. And the ooh, ah. yeah. You also talked about Together on the Sand, Bob, Creeping Out Sarah, She's Nub, Shower Day. 
a lot of you talk to me about the Vandals songs and their album Oi to the World, uh, Live Fast, Diarrhea too. That's a very great album name, by the way. <laughs> their song, uh, My Girlfriend's Dead. Yeah, it's actually a very funny song. You also answered um, The Offspring Self-Esteem. Yes, I think the lyrics are funny. A lot of ska, like Goldfinger, Real Big Fish songs. Uh, she has a girlfriend now, Orthodontist Girl. The uh, What's the name? The Fuck You... Another Fuck You song, I think. <laughs> um, the Aquabats make funny songs too. In Quebec, we have a guy named Mononc Serge and he does a lot of puns in his music. He's playing like more like metal songs. And of course, it's, it's very hilarious. And I'm a huge fan of puns in general, like you may know. <laughs> um, a few people answered sex and violence from The Exploited. Yes, that's funny. Ska sucks from Propagandy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a ska band in Montreal called Planet Smashers and they play, yeah, funny songs like Pee in the Elevator, Super Orgy Porno Party. You also talked to me about Fairy Tales of New York from the Pogues, but also the cover from No Use Fair Name. And yeah, this song for me is brilliant. It's like very fucked up people telling names to each other, but... At the end, they, they love each other still, but it's like a toxic relationship. But the way the lyrics are made, yeah, it's funny. A lot of you talked about some gutter mouth songs like Pee in the Shower. <laughs> a lot of pee songs. Um, Diesel Boy, Titty Twister. Oh my God, yes. This is a very funny song. I love that. And uh, yeah, I feel the need to talk about that because it's really fun to think about those songs. I'm still laughing, but I can't talk about funny punk rock songs without talking about how sexist, ugh, homophobic, transphobic some of them were back in the days. Ouch. Not very punk. With my present values and the more I embrace my feminism, sometimes I'm cringing hard <laughs> listening to those songs again. Oof. But also it makes me super happy to see that we had a huge evolution since the 90s. I will never cancel those bands or songs, though. Uh, I still play them on my weekly radio show when people are making requests because I understand the context. Back in the days, I don't agree, but I understand. And I think all those bands had an evolution and we all grew up and I'm happy that bands don't really write lyrics like this anymore. But I think the pee and poop songs are still funny. <laughs> I just can't laugh a lot to the very sexist and homophobic songs anymore. And you know what? Some more uh, recent songs are super hilarious too. Like this song from Hack the Mainframe called Fuck Coriander. <laughs> But I really love Coriander personally.
okay? Interview. So I'm really excited to introduce you to my guest, Kevin Cappy. One of our Patreon, Vlad, sent me one of his TikTok videos recently. And I woke up and I, I watched this and I was like, oh my God, who's that guy? He's so good, so funny. I spent like 45 minutes binging his stuff. I was late to work that day. <laughs> so I was happy. I asked him immediately, hey, you want to be on my podcast? I want to talk about that. So we talked about his influences, his artistic and writing process, ADHD. His two bands, because he's also playing in like real bands. <laughs> the line between funny and disrespectful that he never crosses, which is amazing. What a great guy. I'm sure you're gonna love him. So feel free to check the show notes if you want to follow him on Instagram and TikTok. During the interview, you're gonna hear his band, The Grievance Club, and the song Sea Legs. And his other project, The Thunder Bombs, and the song Play It by Fear. The Punk Rocket Show is sponsored by Epic Merch Store, an amazing website supporting the worldwide punk rock scene where you can find tons of merch for bands like Good Riddance, Dead by Stereo, Much the Same, Kool-Aid, Friends on Rom, Useless ID, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and a lot of smaller bands that you need to discover. They've also recently added some official Tony Slime merch. You can find t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, and kids merch with exclusive designs, all with a flat rate shipping cut, which is very great. So if you're addicted to band merch like I am, go to epicmerchstore.com. And let's start with two of my favorite songs from him. The song about Tinder and the song about melatonin. <laughs> How come every boring person on Tinder Claims they love going on adventures But when I ask if they wanna travel to Cambodia To excavate the long-lost artifacts of Batembang So we can hold a seance and summon Krasu The ghost of the girl who haunts the land Who floats around with her insides out And eats all the farmer's cattle To set her spirit free Prevent a group of local pirates Finding the artifacts before we do And selling them on the black market As we infiltrate their base Hello. Hi. Sorry. Can you see me and or hear me? I can hear you. I can't see you now, but let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I've always had some kind of trouble with Zoom. I don't think Zoom is fond of it me. It happens to me too. So no stress. It's a, it's a never-ending thing. Yeah. Let's see. The... There we go. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Howdy. Oh, How are you? I'm fine. And you? I'm dandy. I'm dandy. I'm uh. I'm. Uh, I forgot to shower for like two or three days, and was just like, "Oh shit! I should probably like 
I should probably feel like a person for a second before I talk to another human being. Oh, so, so you took a shower for the podcast? That's amazing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I hope you can. I hope you can smell my shampoo yeah. through the podcast. And yeah. you have a very nice shirt. I love it. Oh, thank you. This is uh, my friend gave this to me last night, actually, and oh. I haven't taken it off. Honestly, it's just like this super loud. I feel yeah. like I look like your your grandma's vases. <laughs> In, like the living room. Wow, I love this. Thank yeah. you for being on uh, for being my guest today. I'm so happy to talk to you. I'm going to tell you how I discovered you, okay? So, mm. one of my listeners just sent me your Tinder video. Mm. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I I, wo- nice. I woke up to this. It was your uh, on Instagram. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh my god, it sounds great." <laughs> So, oh yeah, thank so you. So that's why I wanted to invite to invite you, and it gave me an idea because I lo- uh, I'm gonna ask my listeners um, what are their favorite funny punk rock song. So I think it's gonna yes. be like a good topic. Hell yeah! <laughs> so okay, I'm sure. Yeah, go on. I, I was just gonna say I'm sure you're gonna get a lot of. Uh, the the thing the the uh, comparison I can't escape for some reason which I'm not mad about but I don't completely see mm. all the time is bowling for soup if I have to see, if I have to see one more bowling for soup comment I think I'm I think I'm gonna have to like just pack it in and, <laughs> and go off the grid for a while I think it's over no, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I don't know I I don't know that Ben enough I I guess to uh, to give an opinion about that. But first of all, I want to know, where are you on this crazy planet? Are you in Toronto? Not yet, actually. Mm. Uh, I, I am going there tomorrow, actually. So I'm getting getting passport ready and then getting the Vax card. Yeah. Um, at the right at the at the waist. Um, no, I am actually I hail from Columbus, Ohio, oh. originally from Cleveland, Ohio, um, to once once the world kind of completely went to shit and caught fire in 2020 me and my partner moved down to columbus and uh it's been it's been a nice it's it's been nice it's been a nice spot to uh to uh plant myself yeah good and uh, so you're gonna go in toronto i love toronto it's a very nice city it's about my third yeah about my third time visiting there and every time is better than the other and then the other and it's the most underrated food city imaginable holy hell yeah Great city. Yeah. Good. So, okay. So, uh, I'm going to explain to the listeners in the introduction what you're doing, but I want to know your personal background with punk rock because I think you say on the, on your social medias that you're doing Adderall fueled theater punk. <laughs> <laughs> TM. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I, I thought that you might have a punk rock background. So just tell me a little yeah. more about that. No, of course, of course. I mean, so I, I am a, um, I am the outcome of sort of the, sort of the Tony Hawk pro skater generation. Truly, like, yeah. it, it, as as corny as it might sound, like those games absolutely raised me. Those were a pivotal reason of why I was able to get the confidence to meet other people yeah. and and go out and do something I didn't know that I could that I could do. Oh. Um, and those yeah those games were definitely like the 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 kickoff for uh the rest of my life really and like i've been through truly i there's always been a band um th- like by my side as i was growing up mm-hmm. it's and i'm so uh my my head is filled with so much serotonin because i see that there's a bad religion patch yeah. right behind you and they are 
my number one all time ride or die favorite oh, really? band. Oh, yeah. Um, Classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they're everything. Uh, I want it in a different timeline. I, if it were up to me, I'd have Greg Graffin be my father, my biological father, mm-hmm. and then have him sit me down and tell me stories. Um, but I, I've been through kind of the ringer of, you know, different, uh, different punk phases i you know i started off listening of course to just blink and some 41 and xpx like you know things that you know solid introductory sixth grade pop punk yeah and then that sort of slowly morphed into really wanting to get down to the nitty-gritty and Mm -hmm. really wanting to get a get a less polished experience and then discovering black flag seven seconds um dag nasty um and uh void and and all those like really gritty uh no money, no uh, no clue what we're doing. Like salt of the wow. earth, '80s hardcore. I I, yeah. I saw uh, Seven Seconds two days ago for the first yeah. time. It was epic. They were playing with Circles Jerk, so I had a blast of old school hardcore punk stuff. It was amazing. Yeah, homie. Yeah, Kevin Seconds. I am so envious because Ke- they put on an incredible show. But also, like Kevin Seconds is one of the. I don't know if you're into like any of his folky stuff. Did you say um, the lead singer of? Seven. Did you said Kevin Second <laughs> or Seven? Kevin Seconds or Seven? Kevin or Seven? It's so obnoxious how the lead singer Kevin Seconds of Seven Seconds <laughs> decided to name himself Kevin Seconds. Um, <laughs> Because Freudian slips like that are going to happen constantly, Kevin. Come on. Yeah, it's funny. I love this. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, I see your different influences and uh, a lot of pop punk also in your music. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Kid. No, I've, I'm very, uh, I've, I've been through the ringer of, of like gritty, hardcore kid that would just, you know, that would like Sharpie in his nails in between classes and doing corny stuff like that to full on ska kid trying to uh, manage 13 high schoolers who semi know how to play trumpet and trombone oh. uh, to, to no impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I love ska, but I'll never go back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, okay. You're, you're doing like funny videos, uh, but also I think it's, It's it's funny, but it's not like back in the days in the '90s when funny songs, funny punk songs were were maybe a little disrespectful. But I never see that in your music. It's so well done. Like it's funny, but it's super respectful to to all humans. So is it like something you consciously thought about, or just happened this way? No, I I appreciate that a lot, truly, and I I think mainly like. Uh, punk understandably in a lot of regards to a mainstream audience gets mm-hmm. will always kind of get a bad rap because of the inherent uh i don't want to say juvenileness but but youthfulness of of it right and I, i don't know i think growing up i listened to you know obviously a ton of blink who kind of uh, you know they were one of their biggest appeals was like they were a comedic band yeah. even though their comedy was very like put some jingling keys up to your face and say poo poo pee pee all the time. It was still like, it still hits in a way, but definitely um, comedy relying on that kind of humor, Mm -hmm. um, not just in music, but mostly in comedy has a very short shelf life. And not only does it obviously, yeah, I mean, 
plenty of the things that no effects have said yeah. on stage and plenty of like the, you know, the, the, the jokes that you find on old blink recordings, like things of that, for example. Yeah. Um, and I interviewed, plenty. I interviewed Dave of a uh, diesel boy and he told me like, Sick. he told me, uh, if I could go back, I might, I, I don't regret anything because it was the, the era, the end of the nineties, but I would maybe write things differently today. I wouldn't write stupid things like he said about women for example but I, but yeah. at this time it it was funny for the the context probably oh absolutely yeah. and that's i i'm glad to see that like most punk fans and even like newer ones truly have an understanding of like look back in the day mainly in the 80s and 90s uh it was very much about uh the way to make a splash was truly offending and upsetting everybody yeah. as much as you can. And, uh, and not that that makes it okay no. by any means, no, no, but no. it definitely, mm -hmm. but it definitely gives understanding to like, you know, to the times and what people were aware of. And I think the internet has done a great job of, of giving people some, some empathy of, of how other people live and that words can affect other, that words can affect people. Yeah. And, and to your point too, like, I think funny punk songs, I think they have just like hip hop. I truly think mm -hmm. punk and comedy go together so well because uh, the whole idea of punk is, We're going to talk, sometimes we're going to talk about really important to the heart things, yeah. but at the same time, we're here to mostly just have a good time mm -hmm. and it's, we're not taking life too seriously. That's kind of always been my perception on it. And I think comedy has the exact same ethos and outlook in a lot of yeah, ways. Exactly. And uh, yeah, totally. And I think, um, and yeah, I, <laughs> it's funny you even talk about this because I was watching like an old, yeah, no effects, like oh. war tour banter <laughs> compilation. And oh, if you really want to just squirm <laughs> yeah. into your seat and cringe. one of these days, <laughs> oh Lordy. Yeah. Just go ahead and watch one of those. And it's just riddled with bad middle school racist jokes that are just like, come on. Oh. I like, I'm glad you're past that. But Jesus, it still just does not make it easier to watch. No, but that that's what I've, I thought interesting in your stuff, because when my listeners send that, send that Tinder video to me, <laughs> then I watched like a bunch of other stuff and I was like, oh, that's, I laughed. Like I procrastinated to start working because I was binge watching your stuff. And I was like, oh, but there are uh -huh. amazing topics in your stuff, like depression, like you're talking about depression food. And I could totally relate to that, like kind of stuff. Then you talk. We could write a recipe book. Yeah. <laughs> The, Absolutely. The maple syrup uh, burrito. No, not burrito, but tortilla. Uh, what's hey, quesadilla. quesadilla yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my English. Yeah. I left my floor so sticky for that one shot. <laughs> I take it back. Oh, God. But I spilled so much maple syrup. You also have a video uh, saying steal from big corporations. And it's super funny, but it's, it's, it's punk at the same time. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. You talk about I, the insurrection and the mask. <laughs> like a lot of punk stuff, actually. I learned a brand new trick today called treading on my manga uncle's Facebook page. Grinding on the garbage that he loves to spew. Let's all the up and combo on his cringe ears. Goofy boomer memes about election thefts. How Mr. Trump is coming back to home the last
totally. No, I, I appreciate all that just because I, I, I want to be topical, but I kind of learned at a young age that I, I don't know, angering people is, is a great tool mm-hmm. when used in the right way. And I think that's the antithesis of, of punk, but then also uh, the way to actually make it accessible to a new audience to, to, to grow a community like that and grow the oh, interest yeah. in something that's, you know, so important to me yeah. truly uh, is, is, you know, hit the nail on the head of, of being critical, but not being an asshole about it. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know. I really Do like it, it, the, also the uh, homophobes at the gym. <laughs> oh, if I'm going to tell you right now, if I, that, that tickles me fancy because that is like my favorite one it's so that, good it's like my, my favorite joke i've ever made and like it flopped so hard and uh the fact that you went that far down just uh yeah thank you <laughs> uh also uh peeing sitting down talking about like maybe toxic masculinity ah <laughs> uh, that was just amazing <laughs> dude i i will i will be an advocate for peeing sitting down uh until the day i i perish truly <laughs> I will Good. take that shit to the grave. Ah, I love this. <laughs> Thank you so much, though. Yeah, I, I work, I do work hard on them, and I, uh, I'm, uh, I spend more time than I definitely should as a mid 20 something. But <laughs> uh, it's, it's fun. Yeah, you also talk about some LGBTQ topics, uh, bisexuality. I really dig your stuff. Like for real, I'm a fan. <laughs> so thank you. So like you said, it's. Funny stuff, but uh, you you're talking about serious things, but in a in a funny way. So where do you find all this inspiration? And after that, I want to talk about the technical process of everything. But do you sure, is, sure. is your brain I, always like thinking? And I yes. So I I have a very strong connection with ADHD. Hmm. Um, in the sense that I, so when I was like five or six years old, around 2000 to 2001, there was a giant pharmaceutical push for, um, for Adderall and, and ADHD medications that were still very new and had a lot of, uh, that people didn't really know a lot about yet, but it was just a time of very heavy lobbying and a lot of money flowing around. So a lot of doctors provided, um, Adderall and medications like that to kids who, a lot of times didn't need it, but genuinely some of them did. And I'm, I, I think I fall more in that camp than not, but I definitely like, <laughs> I, I started off at like five years old taking like oh. my parents putting me on Adderall or like Focalin and like some really intensive, like ADHD meds. And I've kind of been through the ringer of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward a couple decades later to me right now, I really try to use my ADHD as the thing that that gives me a, a spark to, to create something. Yeah. Cause, um, a lot of times I, I have a constant, uh, need to, to like sort of keep thinking about stuff. Um, and sometimes it's a curse just cause I can't slow down my, uh, <laughs> my creative, I don't know, my creative train. Um, yeah. and it'll keep me up till 3am, but that's kind of the, the trade-off. And, um, But overall, uh, where I get a lot of my inspiration, I guess, to your question is um, just I, I, I kind of like allowing a good shower thought to become a song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want to make sure that, that like those are the kind of 
those are the kind of bits that get across for the most part. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I uh, just find just through everyday life and just through being uh, uh, just trying to use my ADHD as a, as a force of good as, as opposed to a force for um, the exact opposite. So, yeah, so ADHD can be a real treasure if you. I I like to think so. Somewhat. Yeah. Can I get a recording of you saying that? Sure. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna. Well, this is a podcast. This whole goddamn thing's recording. I'm reco I recorded um, it like ten seconds ago. <laughs> we we both have microphones. Obviously, yeah. this is being recorded. Get be it together. Kathy. No, but Come I on. might have forgot because I I, I don't have a official ADHD diagnosis, but I think I have a lot of traits of this, so I could totally forgot to. I could totally forget <laughs> to record and be sure. like, and be like, oh fuck, I forgot. But no, I did it. It's fine. <laughs> Have you, yeah. Have you ever been on any medications or any like? No, uh, no, no. Were you ever diagnosed or anything like that? No, but I, I, you know, the side of ADHD, which make people procrastinate forever and i also hyper focus on stuff i am also very creative in my mind i yeah. have a huge trouble with organization planning it's absolutely i have to do my taxes yeah. <laughs> my tax and i procrastinate like forever my mom always asking me are you Did you get all your papers together? Like, <laughs> Don't feel bad. I leave that shit to the like the last minute and then I do it in like a, a sweat-fueled panic. Yeah. Like this is the first year that I did it like in February and I'm like, huh, look at me being a functioning like, uh, <laughs> person with two arms and two legs. <laughs> cleaning my house is a real nightmare because I like last last week I wanted to clean my living room. Then I was like, Oh, I'll choose to listen to a podcast at the same time. It's going to be more fun. And I took 45 minutes uh, just looking at podcasts. Yeah. So, oh, my God. See, I'm kind of, but I don't have a diagnosis, but I, I can relate to a lot of stuff. Yeah. You have a lot of the of the ingredients that come <laughs> with uh, that for sure. And I wouldn't be surprised. But um, yeah, I, I am the king of hyperfixation and... Uh, option paralysis of oh. uh, it is like a sport of, of scrolling through new shows yeah. and out <laughs> and like weighing which show will give me the most bang for my buck. I don't know. I <laughs> wow, I love to talk about it's, that. You're not alone, it's chaos, it's pure chaos. Yeah, but your room seems you, pretty, pretty organized, it's not so bad. From what I, I see. promise you, I did, I cleaned it right before this. <laughs> I, it's never oh. in this good of a condition. Yeah, because I always clean when I have no choice anymore. Like my dad is calling me, "Hey, I'm coming for a coffee." Ah, then I clean like super fast. <laughs> is he coming to bring you coffee, or is he coming to like be like, "Hey, you, we're going on a coffee date. I'm kidnapping you right this moment." No, he's coming to my place. And like last time he did that, I had to run to the grocery to buy milk. <laughs> And clean the oh, house. Oh, damn it. Yeah, so you see. Yeah, I... I, I Come on, Dad. I'm a, I, I feel you. <laughs> so, but no, I, <laughs> no, I sure. recorded it. And ADHD can be a treasure. And you're using it like a perfect way. So, okay. So, you, you find your inspiration in the day-to-day -day life. And you're in the shower. You got a thought. And you, you want to put it in a video. Totally. I think the... Uh, for me... I'm at a point to where I've sort of made my process pretty efficient. 
I have just my tools that I, I know can do the bare minimum. And then I, there's tools where I know that I can, where I, I, you know, I sort of make sure that the production value oh. is, is, is the best it can be. Cause I'm, I went to film school and oh, I nice. ignore, I went to, yeah, thank you. I, I, it's not, Oh God, I almost regret it in a lot of ways just because really? I, I do love film and I do love TV and I do love videography, but I spent a lot of time just touring instead. And a lot of time mm. it took a, away from a lot of things I wanted to do musically, but mm. I don't, uh, I don't regret it. I don't regret a thing because yeah. I think in a lot of ways, TikTok is the perfect medium middle ground between like my love of music and, and, and punk music. And, and then also being able to make something short and to the point um, that doesn't take up too much of your attention span. Yes. Uh, I think it's the perfect middle ground between the two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because your, your and, videos are super short and I noticed that sometimes it makes a loop, like it stop. So when you, you start the video again, it's, it sometimes like the, Uh, Tinder song or the I don't know I, I remember I I know this like four or five doing like a kind of a loop or something is it I think one of them is yeah it's the uh the peeing sitting down one that yeah I did. okay it's like a loop yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I did I did a good poop loop <laughs> so yeah it's short deep, deep poop loop. short videos very funny but uh, a lot of acting it I wonder if it takes you a long time to do every every of them I some it depends on a lot of factors really but uh, for the most part i am when i'm good and caffeinated and on on a, on a good day i'll be able to um knock out probably like two songs uh, at least two skeletons of a song oh. to where i can at least have like playback for it and then um i have I have a pretty decent system in my living room where a lot of some camera gear and some over the top lighting rigs kind of take up a lot of the floor space, but I've rigged it up to where I can really just kind of turn it on and oh. we're ready to go. Um, so because with TikTok, I, I, you know, talk to any quote unquote TikToker, they'll mm -hmm. tell you like uh, consistency is important on there. And it's so, it, It algorithmically, it's so prioritized of making sure that you're putting out at least some decent content, like um, four to five times a week in some cases. And so I've I finally got myself as of like like maybe half a year ago yeah. at a point to where I can do this pretty mostly streamlined, I'd say. But you know, it's it, it's never a perfect process, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. Plenty of uh, plenty of things go by the wayside sometimes, and I have to wing many things. It just Just say fuck it. We're doing it. Like we're we're yeah. we're doing it as as rudimentary as we can. And uh, yeah, it, it sometimes it's sometimes I regret it, and sometimes it uh most of the time works out for for the better. So I'm I'm not upset. Yeah. Uh, okay. So and do you work alone? Do you have a team? Do you like because you you're playing everything alone? I guess I think it's about it's ninety ninety percent me. Really, it's just kind of. Me and a, uh, and a, yeah, I, well, honestly, I was, I was going to say a couple of bandmates of mine, but, um, it's, so it's ma mainly me and my friend, Steve, mm. Steve Perino, who works out of, uh, out of Cleveland. They, uh, have been someone who they probably like my best friend for about 20 years or so, uh, kind of grew up together. Oh. Uh, they, they helped me with a lot of mixing 
and a lot of uh, technical behind the scenes production yeah. s- things on, on the music end of it. Um, a lot of my songs are, you know, very, you can kind of hear that they were written in a day and they have sort of that roughness that I, that, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways can, can be uh, a benefit mm-hmm. to some songs, but then there's plenty of songs that I, I'll give to Steve and be like, Hey, could you just, could you just make this sound like a million bucks? Cause I can only make it sound like 40 bucks. <laughs> And, and then they're like, absolutely. I got you. And it's a, um, yeah, it's, it's, they're probably my closest confidant in this, in this whole Oh, thing. nice. That's great. So, but because when you, we hear the song, it's like full band. Oh, by the way, I love the, the one with the very hardcore song about melatonin. It's like <sighs> super hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I love doing hardcore songs. If you ever want to start a hardcore band, you or anyone listening, please, for the love of God, let's just, <laughs> please, I'll buy a van tomorrow. I don't care. I just, God damn it. I want to do it so bad. Oh, yeah. But no, thank you. Oh. And you were talking about TikTok um, because I'm on TikTok and I feel like there are not a lot of punk rockers there, but you have like 200, t- uh, wait, I, I, my, my English numbers sucks. Uh, That's okay. 200,000. Is that it? Yeah, two pretty much yeah no, you got it you got it yeah followers there so it's pretty intense um do you, is it like people just love fun stuff do you have a lot of a lot of punk rockers there wow what's your crowd well, yeah i well i've noticed that too i it, it's the the punk community i guess on tiktok is very uh it's segmented in very weird ways and i think yeah. what like when we talk about punk like i think uh i think we're thinking of a lot of older bands but honestly um like punk is pretty alive and well i'd say on tiktok there's a lot of mm. great bands that if not if the, if they're not blatantly we are a punk rock band they at least have punk trimmings or punk influences that you can audibly hear mm. and that uh um that definitely hit hard and nice. uh i think i think punk is alive and well on tiktok you just got to know where to look yeah maybe i'm just But, super bad at this <laughs> no no trust me tick no you're not bad at this tiktok is just bad oh, okay. in general thanks <laughs> yeah don't worry as as someone who's on it and has nothing but things to gain for you being on it i can safely say you don't need it to be on tiktok it's okay no no but, um, but i'm i'm happy that a lot of people are following you because it's rad and like i said it's like super well done it's punk rock it's an hardcore sometimes and <laughs> with, i like screeching into microphones yeah oh wow thank you but no tiktok is uh yeah i i have a couple uh there's there's a couple accounts and a couple people who uh think kind of fall under my category of like comedic content yeah that has like sort of pop punk or punk rock mm-hmm. kind of stylings um and you definitely you just kind of got to know where to look but i i appreciate you saying that just because i i really hope that well i don't know I, a lot of my page is uh either a lot of young kids from TikTok who are kind of yeah. just discovering it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get a lot of like older people as well, like sort of uh, people in their early thirties to early forties yeah. who, you know, still like I, I rock that crowd as well because they are, uh, they, they, they get it. They, yeah. they've been, they've been through the, the rigmarole of growing up 
through it through like being a fan of punk already and um exactly but no i i love i love all of it for the most part Sitting down is objectively better My legs are fucking tired and I wanna have a sit People often joke and say Hey, that suits for pussies Just like their stomachs, they're completely full of shit I don't know why this simple way More comfortable preference has always been an insult For fragile ego slobs Statistically there is no demographic better At playing and spraying and missing every drop So instead of eating, I just get to sit back and relax, yeah Just enjoy the view and play around the Tetris Maybe text my mom and ask how was Pilates class I don't have a care And you also plays in in bands like uh, full bands. I think you have two bands. It's great. Yeah, I'm I'm one of my bands is called the Grievance Club, mm -hmm. and the other one's called the Sonder Bombs. And the Grievance Club just released a um, the Grievance Club just released a new record that we've been working on for five whole years, oh. uh, a couple weeks back. Wow! And and uh, that's been a huge um, a huge uh, thing that's been making me glow up the past few days and feel nice is just the response to it and it's just how nice good. it's uh, uh, how nice it's been rolling out when is it released because i wanted to play a, a song i really liked sea legs is it on this album uh what's it, what's it called sorry sea legs sea legs yeah and that's on off of joymaker yes so correct. it's on this new album mm -hmm. can i play it on the on the episode you have you have 120 permission Absolutely, and it's it's different. Uh, it's punk rock, pop punk, emo a little. I don't know. Absolutely, I would say that the Grievance Club is very much uh, what we aim for is stuff that you can cry and dance to. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you can do one or the other or both at the same time, <laughs> then we've done our job. What was life before the highway? Before I drove the
and then sing. Why not? It's like I hope I can only pray that that's it's like charity. someone jams out to our music like that. And you and the other band is Thunderbombs. So the singer mm. is amazing. Yeah, Willow's incredible. Um, the we've been we've been rocking for about like four years or so, and uh, we've been playing. We just recently played uh, a um, release show for uh, an album that we actually released last year mm. that uh, took got postponed twice because of different COVID spike numbers, mm. and uh, that was oh my god, that was such a pain. But we finally finally got around to playing and the entirety of an album that we released last year a couple days ago ah. it was nice and you want an hardcore band so yeah yes please for the love of god <laughs> I, i no one wants to do it with me but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i want to skip town i wonder because all the stuff you're you're putting on tiktok and instagram it's like funny and it's super short so sometimes are you like Ah oh, no no! This riff is too good. I need to keep it for an old song for my band. <laughs> I would always, if it was me, I would always be like, "No, I can't. I can't talk about this maple syrup quesadillas on this." <laughs> this riff is too good to be turned into a fart joke. God damn it! You have to put it. In, <laughs> you have to put it in the in the archives. Absolutely, I've had that moment. Oh, yeah. I have so many. I have so so many voice memos and so many just like. Uh, unorganized files of, of different songs that I like was working on for either like two hours. And then I realized like, wait a second, I don't know if this will even like the, the riff is either so prominent or something instrumentally mm -hmm. is so um, highlighted that it will like undermine the actual joke <laughs> and like the lyrics that I'm trying to get across. Uh, and I'm just like, ah, shit, I tried too hard again. <laughs> and now I'm paying the price. Wow. Yeah. I wonder yeah. because If it was me, I would definitely think like, oh. But at the same time, what makes it super popular is that it's good. So it's like, oh. Thank yeah, you. Why not? Thank you so much. Good. So then, uh, yeah, what, what, what were you saying? All I was saying was, um, I think, yeah, the Grievance Club is, is just, if you're into shavings of like 90s emo mixed with sort of like early 2000s yeah. fueled by ramen-esque yeah. pop punk, then I think... I think you'll uh, you'll enjoy the Grievance Club. Yeah, I think I'm gonna play a song of uh, the two bands, your two bands, if you want. Hell yeah! And plus some clips of uh, uh, what we can find on TikTok, maybe some one or two, uh, so people can discover you if they don't. It better be the it, it better be the peeing sitting down one because yeah. that's how I want people's that's how I want your audience to see me first. I want them to see my thighs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want that that to be the first. Introduction to my face. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll post it. I'll post it. So thank you. <laughs> you thank you so much for your time. It's an amazing conversation. And uh, just before we go, uh, what are the bands you're listening to these days? Ooh, I've. Uh, if you have in time terms to, of, <laughs> if you have time. Oh God! If do you, I have a giant CDS receipt in my head, oh. but I if, in a in a nutshell, right now I've been listening to a lot of. Um, Band. Like in terms of punk, I've been listening to a lot of the new pop. Uh, pop is, oh. uh, they're a Canadian band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, yeah, holy shit. The, their new album is so incredibly 
well produced and put together. Mm-hmm. I'm in awe. I've been listening to a lot of the Dirty Mill, um, a lot of uh, a lot of Barty Strange, mm-hmm. some like extremely intricate uh, emo from I think I think I the East Coast. If I'm not them. mistaken. Yeah. Um, uh, Carolyn Polachek, holy hell, one of the best like one of the most incredible, interesting pop acts I've seen in so long. A lot of Charlie XCX too. Um, and plenty of like hyper pop and things like that. Um, yeah. And then also a lot of turnstile too. Turnstile. Yeah. And the recent album is amazing. It's I I, I've had to actively tell myself multiple times, please put this album down because you are going to, you're going to ruin it for yourself. You're going to like, you're going to play it so much. You're going to get sick of these songs immediately. And I don't want that because they're so addicting and they're so just easy to listen to, but also mm-hmm. challenging ah, to, really to hear in certain parts. It's so rad, but so you're, yeah, that's... You're hyper-focusing on Turnstile. <laughs> you're telling me, dude, you're telling me. Yeah, I see. Good. So I hope you're having, you're going to have a great night and a great trip in Toronto. So Can do. Thank you so much for having me. This is, this is, I love your, sh- I love your show and Thanks. I love your page and I'm, I'm truly enjoying uh, all the people you're talking to and uh, just, and, yeah, and really fun. everything you're putting out there. It's a fun project, nothing serious, but just a way to, for me to know more about all kinds of punk rock artists. So it's a, absolutely, it's a pure... absolutely. And, and if I can put in one more request, yeah. uh, more Nickelback piano <laughs> covers, please. Uh, that, uh, I, I, just... I actually uh, took, an hour and a half to do it <laughs> on my lunch break hour and a half. I'm that's such a good commit commitment to the bit yeah I'm very happy to hear that and I I was thinking about that all morning while I was working and I was like I have to do this I have to do this oh my god no yeah. no 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 yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> you woke up that day and you chose violence and you yeah. said I'm going to spend <laughs> a, a chunk of my day yeah. doing something so worthwhile Mm-hmm. So, Hell yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, thank you so yeah. much. So, uh, have a great night and uh, please keep doing this. We need this. And do.
this episode, Funk Rockers. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, EpicMerchStore.com, to Scott Alquist for the edit. Thank you to Caroline Morin for the visual. Like every week, I want to remind you that if you want to support the show, you can subscribe to the Patreon page, check the show notes, and you can have access to all my Zoom interviews video in advance and some other exclusive content. You can also subscribe and share to your punk rockers friends. You can also rate five stars on iTunes and Spotify. And you can also reach me on social medias with the account name Punk Rocket and give me some feedback. You can also suggest me some bands. I really love to talk to you guys. Next week, be there because my guest is Yotam Benarin from Useless ID and we had such a great conversation. I'm really excited to present it to you. Bye-bye. Punk your life and see you next week.